So we have made it to another week of moments with Mika. This is episode 15, right? It is. It and what is. are we talking about today, Meek? Oh, wait. <laughs> we also have the soundboard back this week. I'm doing a pelvic thrust in my seat right now. Yeah, she's feeling it right now. So, we are talking about boycotts! Boycotts. boycotts. But not just any boycotts. The main boycott that everybody been talking about, but have not been talking about, shall I say, the NFL boycott that we were supposed to be all engaging in. But, before we start, Rick, how was your week? My week was pretty outstanding. How about yours? It was actually a great week. You know, this week we've been fasting. So, yes. I decided to fast this week and I asked Rick, not only as a um, business partner, but as a friend to fast with me because we're in this together when it comes to the I, show. I cheated once or twice. Yeah, you did. And that's why your fast won't end until about Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to cheat again. Yeah, you probably will. You're just going <laughs> to keep on. It's going to last. But within the fast, we were abstaining from things that we love. So me, I am a bacon lover. I love some swine. Give me the swine killer. You know, put bacon on everything. Chocolate covered bacon is the best thing out there. But I stayed away from all meats this week. So no meats, um, no fried anything. I couldn't do my fried pickles. I like fried pickles. Couldn't do any of that. No chocolate, no Slim Jims, nothing that I enjoyed. No ice cream, no nothing. So it was straight broccoli, salads, eggs. Eggs with no cheese because I didn't do cheese either. Oh, terrible. <laughs> And um, that was really what it was this week. No french fries, no anything. And I got through it. I feel really good. How you feeling? Well, I actually feel pretty, pretty great. Um, so far, uh, I did give up the same things, uh, except for the fried. I felt like if I was going to eat vegetables, let's fry some of them vegetables. So <laughs> everything tastes better fried. Uh, so I did rock with that. I had some french fries and variations of french fries and other green fried fruit. But my salad game has been outstanding this week. Mm-hmm. I had a salad with like blue cheese and uh-uh. cranberries. Uh-uh. First of all, we don't You need do... to get your life together. Nope. You know what I, how I feel. I don't like blue cheese. You need to get your life together. I don't together. like ranch. I'm tell you. I don't no. like mayonnaise. I don't I like sour cream. I can grill ranch. Mayo? Ranch. No. No mayo. Yeah. I, okay, well, what's the other one? Miracle Whip? Don't like that either. No, no Miracle Whip. Don't like it at all. It's not for me. I'm good on that. But you know what? The best thing about this fast is learning that we can abstain from things that we love the most. When you're really working towards something, you're really focused on that thing. You can abstain from anything that you want to if you put your mind to it. So. Well, um, I still have my ongoing uh, departure from something I love also. And that has been going on for quite some time. So uh, I'm going to keep that up. And uh, hopefully, uh, once we make it to the end of the road, to our goals, that I can look back and say, I made it. I but, believe so. I, um, believe I have uh, stayed away from that particular item for quite some time. So I'm sticking with that also. Perfect. Well, listen, today, since we're going to be talking about the boycott, you know... We just want to give a lot of information because this boycott started in August the 14th, 2016. Now, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you guys have not heard about the kneeling protests um, in the NFL or in any sports 
maybe you haven't been watching TV because even the president has tweeted about it numerous times. N- numerous times. You know? He hated. Yeah, he he definitely hated. Um, and a lot of people have forgotten about this this yes. protest. So. I mean, it really started to get more steam once they started trying to find somebody to perform for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you start to hear more about it and all of that. But the number one thing that I've noticed about this whole protesting period mm-hmm. is where is the support for what we were protesting? Exactly. That's exactly what it what is. What was he originally protesting? And who was it? Like, a lot of people could tell you, oh, yeah, that Colin Kaepernick, he, uh... They could tell you who. Stays just protest, uh... For the in the NFL, but why? And how did he do it? Other than nilly, just ignorant. Yeah, because you know people don't pay attention to it. Once the celebrities stop talking about it, people are like, ah, oh, mm. it's not important no more. So who having a baby next? Mm. Right. You know? That's right. what. That's What's what the next is. hot topic? Right. Or who is the <laughs> next Kardashian gonna date? That's what oh. people are worried about. Who is the next Kardashian gonna break? <laughs> next topic <laughs> but a lot of people has failed to actually um, continue to talk about it and I think that's a problem with our generation is that when something does not work out automatically if it doesn't give you instant gratification we're not patient enough to wait it out no. to actually support something to actually or even put pressure on it yeah. like it, it was uh, because of the light that was shined on it initially that a lot of uh, police agencies decided to go with body cams. Mm-hmm. A lot of them did. Mm-hmm. A lot of them didn't. Mm-hmm. But it was because of those pressures that, you know, you know, actual communities started to stand up and, you know, get a voice. Uh, you had the issue that happened in Baltimore where they had all those riots because of the police shootings. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a tragic incident in Texas where there was a, a police sniper. Somebody was out there sniping police. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's definitely not what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But it is all things that cause, like, awareness or brings attention to it that this is becoming a problem. Right. But with his protest, it seems like more attention in media and pressure went on to the fact that he was protesting and not what he was protesting about. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I actually love the fact that he's actually stood out and did what he believed in. Right. He kneeled for the national anthem. Right. Now, this caused another protest at the same time in a boycott because of people that thought it was disrespect, which to me is not disrespect because at the same time, he's not, not looking away from the flag mm-hmm. or anything like that. You know, I don't think he's disrespecting it. But... It caused other people that did not like it to burn their NFL stuff. Like, if they can't respect the flag and if the NFL won't make oh, yeah. them respect the flag, then we're not going to watch it. Colin so, Kaepernick, definitely. A lot of his jerseys and uh, paraphernalia was completely and utterly torched and destroyed. Like, yes. if you can find a Colin Kaepernick jersey right now, that's gold. Right. He probably don't have one. But, like, with all of that, with all of that done... No one actually really said, well, what can we do to address this issue with the police? No. Like, this is a major issue. It is. And then looking at the statistics, they didn't slow down from killing people. They still on par to kill about a thousand people a year. Oh, yeah. Like, the year before the protest, so the actual year of the protest, Mm -hmm. um, it was 30 less people got killed. 
Um, 32, uh, to be exact. Yes. Uh, so in 2015, 995 people were shot. Right. But then you got to 2016, the year of the protest, uh, 963 were shot. Yeah. The next year. Uh, and these are fatal shootings. Yeah. These are not just people were shot. And, and these are criminals and unarmed people alike. Right. These are just shootings in general for the police. Uh, you also have uh, 2017 was 987. Right. Then 2018, we were right back at 995. Right. And currently, we're at 56. And I just checked those, like, just now. We're at 56 shootings already. And this is January. In January. This is and not this even the end of January. I was going to say, it's not right. even the end of January. Like, we're still, we still have another, what, week in January? Yeah, Another do. couple days in January. Mm-hmm. So, in less than 30 days, 56 people has already been fatally shot and killed by the police. Right. So, with this whole protest uh, ideal right now, mm-hmm. like, back in the day, mm-hmm. protests work. People they band did. together. They did. People united under this cause, mm-hmm. and they were relentless until they seen change. That's true. Nowadays... People who protest mm-hmm. get everybody else to ban against them, mm-hmm. and we're relentless in the cause to stopping them protests. Yeah, but the thing is, I haven't heard anything about the boycott lady lately or um, anything that's supposed to be going on. And I guess the most of the things that I'm reading right now is that a lot of people are not protesting and boycotting the NFL anymore because. He got this deal with Nike, and they're thinking that everything is good now. Well, he also asked that, you know, because it was never the intent for it to be a boycott. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was staging a protest to to bring attention. So he wasn't shooting to boycott the NFL. Right. But, like, the whole boycott thing came along, the whole idea came along, was actually to go against what he did. Right. He took a knee in protest, Mm -hmm. and people were saying, if you're not going to correct him taking a knee... Mm-hmm. And we need to stop watching the NFL. Right. And then people, and it was the NFL's treatment of it. Right. And their dialogue towards the players. Yeah. That Especially the made owners. it sound like your property. Right. Do what you're told mm-hmm. or don't come back. Mm-hmm. That's when the whole boycott idea started to inflate. Because you got both sides who say, we don't like it. You're a player. You're under contract. Don't do it again. And then you got the people who's like, well, he's still doing it. Do something about it. These are the people who wanted to boycott. Because, hey, you're disrespectful. So, yeah, we should stop watching. We should stop supporting you financially. But the biggest problem with a boycott or Mm -hmm. any protest is the support of the people. Though the people said that there was injustice Mm -hmm. and that there was a lot of things going on, Mm -hmm. how many people really support it? Like... (laughs) You know, this is terrible that people are getting killed like that by the police. Uh, Can you give me some popcorn when you go to concession stand? Need some popcorn. Yeah. Bring back me a couple dogs, too. Right. So, it's like, you know, you say you're with it, but unless you're really willing to do what it takes to get the message across, you're not really supporting. But this is America. And this is how... (laughs) (laughs) This is how it's ran these days. I guess, for me, I really honestly don't understand how we can forget about, you know, what we're supposed to be focused on. We're right. focused on equality, you know, right. trying to make it equal for all of us. Because it's not, it's not equal. You can't tell me that everything is equal for us. We're punished harder than Absolutely. other race. Like, you know, it's not equal. And when it comes to back then, when they protest and they boycott, it's definitely a lot bigger. 
Like, yes. and now, like I said before, and it's because our generation is not patient. No. You know, a lot of people fail to realize that in De- on December the 1st of 1955, when Rosa Parks refused to actually give up her seat on the bus, and they started to boycott the Montgomery bus line, it didn't instantly happen. No. It's not something that, okay. Not just one. Right. It's like it's happening a lot. And did you know that the Catholics have seven rules that they abide by before they even get the authorities involved in any of the um, sexual misconducts or anything right. that happened in their churches. That's Absolutely. why over a thousand people, a thousand, um, they didn't say like they didn't give an average of who it was, but over a thousand misconducts were under wraps because, you know, they oh, did yeah, not tell them. Yeah. You can go somewhere else. You can go to another church or we can move the pastor somewhere else so right. that you feel comfortable, but we don't want to put shame to the entire church. And that's the thing. If these are the kind of people that you're harboring, um, when it does come out, that's even more of a shame. But with uh, the statuses that churches have and, you know, being faith-based, mm. um, it has a lot of people's support. So these things, even when they come out, the first thing you say about the victims when they come out is, well, what did she do to bring him on? Exactly. It doesn't matter what she did. If you have taken a leadership role as a pastor or as some kind of counselor or even a doctor. If you come in a position where people confide into you, it doesn't matter how they come, because you tell them to come as they are. Right. It doesn't matter how they come, what they do. You are supposed to have the authority and the wherewithal to know that this is not what you're supposed to do. Right. And right. you're supposed to be able to educate them on how they're coming and not fall victim to some meaningless temptation right but you know what crazy thing is not only is the church covering this stuff up but schools colleges are big on covering this stuff up like they do it a lot especially if it has anything to do with an athlete at a college oh they're going to cover it up they're going to cover it up any of the elite societies also oh yeah oh yeah they're going to cover if it's a frat thing sorority thing oh Mm -hmm. you're not going to hear about it it's going to be a campus investigation and that's where it's going to stay right and it's like, when are we going to start talking about this? Like, this is extremely important. People are getting hurt, you know, and they're afraid to say anything because no one, you know, it's always looked up, looked as, you know, as they're trying to play a victim. Or it's not railroaded. Yeah. And it shouldn't, listen to me. It shouldn't feel that way. Right. They shouldn't feel that way. Like, and it's happening at work also. Like, you know, the whole thing, I forgot the guy name, that was the gymnastic coach right. that was sexually assaulting, you know, the women that he was coaching. Like, it's happening so often that we're forgetting these people. We're forgetting to talk about these things when it's it's very important. Absolutely. And um, with, with this going on now, like, I really feel like there's not really going to be uh, the way it's progressing or the way it's still treated. It's like we're never going to address it in a manner in which it doesn't become taboo unless we start addressing it in the home. Yeah. Unless it starts to become one of the pillars of educating your children of not to do this and, you know, how to be able to speak up for yourself and the meaning and value of honesty. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be swept under the rug. Yeah. Because there's always a basis or there's always a way 
that people can try to discredit you. And instead of just listening to your story and really addressing what the real problem could be. Because if this person did it to one person, if this person did it to their daughter, mm -hmm. they would do it to anybody. Exactly. Exactly. They don't have a shame of who you are, what you are, you know. And it's like I've, I've tried to research why would someone do this. And I keep on seeing power, you know, or wanting power or authority over a person. And the reason why they would do it. But it's like there's no good explanation on why a person like a, a pastor or a teacher, a professor or a coach or a manager is no good explanation on why these people like in places where you're thinking that you're safe in places where you're supposed to be working in places that you're supposed to be worshiping why these people are abusing men and women absolutely you know and it's like i don't want to exclude the men because it's happening to men as well the number may not be as high but it's still happening you know right and it's something that we got to focus on but the wildest number and the wildest number that, that really got me was 99% of rapes are committed by men. Yeah. Yeah. 99%. Now, that means there's a one percentile of women out there that, that does it. But it's how we address our boys now. Because if 99% of men are the culprits, mm -hmm. you really have to look at how do you educate your boys to be men and not engage in this kind of behavior. Right. It's it's really manhood training. And I looked at this, and I, I said this once before, because when you listen to the radio, like, they have this girls' conference coming up, mm -hmm. and they have, you know, uh, women empowerment conferences, mm -hmm. and they have all of these conferences to address how women can be better women. Mm -hmm. But right now, there are no conferences to address men being better men. Yep. Or growing up to be, you know responsible individuals mm -hmm. it's like you don't want them to fall into the gang mentality you don't want them to fall into the streets but what alternatives are really being provided you have a few groups that pushes themselves to the edge of all all the finances that they could come across to you know be able to do what they can in the, the small neighborhoods that they can't operate in mm -hmm. but there's nothing on a national level that's really pushing like that Except the Boys and Girls Club. And then you look at Boys and Girls Club be hurting a lot. Yeah. Be hurting. And there's been a couple instances of behavior like this happening in the Boy Scouts of America. So it's like the places that you're supposed to send your child to, you know, grow to be a better man. Mm -hmm. The same the same mentality is happening. The mm -hmm. same things are happening, putting these boys in this position. In turn, these boys are growing up not believing that it's okay, but they're still engaging in the behavior. They are. They're learning how to cover their tracks. They are. They are. And it's like, it's enough of sleeping it, like sweeping it under a rug. It's enough of like giving out hush money. Because you know how much money they spend on like, you know, rape victims or giving out hush money to, you know, make it not so like publicized mm. for churches or schools. Yes. No, I have the number here. They have $127 billion. And that's the highest cost right now. Other than, like, any other crime. Like, assault is right behind it. Murder is right behind it. The drinking and driving is in the last. But this is not just the hush money. This is, like, what the country, uh, what people in general spend on this type of crime. Yeah. And it's like, why is this the highest grossing crime? 
why is your body not your own? Right. Why do you have to worry about some somebody roaming up and victimizing you because you want to live your best life? Exactly. And I understand, like, you know, some people say, you know, what was she wearing? Or, you know, how could she have, you know, tried to get this attention herself? And then they're also trying to give a new meaning to consent now. You know, I've read about it a little bit, and I didn't want to go too in-depth with it because it was pissing me there's, off. There's no, no new meaning to consent. Yeah. Did she say yes? Yeah, it's either yes or no. If she say no... <laughs> did she agree? Did, right. If she didn't agree, it doesn't matter if she had... It doesn't matter if she came out with dental floss on. Mm-hmm. If she did not agree to have your hands on her, your hands don't belong on her. Mm-hmm. It doesn't belong on her. But it's like also... Where are we safe? Because even Rick can tell you. I can't walk to work by myself. I can't walk to my no, car yeah, by myself. Control. Like, it's, it's out, out of control. control. Actually, like, at one point, I start coming back to work to walk you to your car. Because it's out of control. And even then, people be like, hey, blood, I see you. Bro, you are with your girl. Talk to you and your girl. Let her walk in peace, bro. Let's stop seeing her. Right. But it's like, it's a, it gets a lot worse. Right. It gets a lot worse. And I it's can like, imagine because that's what? when I was there. Right. And it's like, where can women, where can we go? Where can we be safe? Who can we talk to? You know, what's a safe place for us? If we can't go to church and be safe, if we can't go to school and be safe, if we can't go to work and be safe. And I'm not saying all places are safe, but if we got to go somewhere and wonder, am I, am I going to be safe here? Do I got to look over my shoulder? Right. You know, I don't want to have to think like that. Like, I get paranoid sometimes. If I think I got to walk to my car by myself, I get paranoid. And I know how I feel. I've been followed by my job, by people, a couple men, a couple times. And it wasn't because of what I was wearing or anything like that. No. no. So it's like, for innocent people that's not trying to attract this stuff, and even if you are trying to attract attention, you don't deserve rape. Like, where, where are we safe? Attention and rape is two different things. It's like, definitely two different things. Attention is, hey, look at me. Not touch me. Right. Like, rape is solely something totally different. It because is. you invite attention doesn't mean you invite rape. And the people who, like, try to stand on the side of that, well, you know, the victims invited it. No. There's no one invite. If someone shot you, you didn't invite them to shoot you. Right. That's true. So it's like you don't invite people to victimize you. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what you do to entice them, there's all, that means you're available to have a conversation then. Right. It sounds like you might be available to have a conversation. Let's attempt that. Let's use your words. Mm-hmm. And then if, hey, you say this is not what you're looking for, this is not what you're interested in, well, then have a nice day. Right. There's nothing else to be said. And you know what they said? 15 out of 16 rapists will walk free. This is very true. That's just, but I believe the penalties for rape is entirely too low. It is. Like, you can... ripped off. Mm-hmm. And then I took a look and was like, oh. But it's well, not... That's messed up. But people aren't mad because... I mean, they're mad because of that. Yes. But they're mad at these three African-American people because they're African-American people and they're performing at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But aren't you the same person that was just talking about the Saints game? How are you watching the game when you're supposed to be boycotting? So how right. can you get mad for the next person getting up there to perform when you're still supporting too. But even with this, because there's billboards that's been taken out mm-hmm. to say boycott the game. Right. Like- All right, y'all. We out. Have a great week and stay tuned because we'll be back next week. As always. And we love y'all. This has been Mika. And this is Rick. Peace.
<laughs> She's been in a coma for the last 